Welcome to the Property CEO Podcast, your inside track to the world of property with your hosts, Ian Child and Richie Clapson. Hello and welcome to the Property CEO Podcast. My name's Ian Child and I'm here with Richie Clapson. Hello. And I'm genuinely really excited about this episode because we're going to go where few people have ever been before, and that's inside the mind of a real live estate agent. That's right. Now, I've been doing my sort of roving report a bit and caught up with one of my favourite estate agents. Uh, I have to say that, I guess, because I've interviewed him, who kindly spilled the beans on exactly what estate agents think of us. That's us as property developers when we walk in the door and also how you can get in their good books. Fantastic. Really looking forward to that. And uh, and have you had a, a good week? Well, I've been hard at it whilst my business partner, that's you, Ian, decided to take some time off. Oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, I have to say that, uh, you know, you're looking annoyingly chilled. So do you want to embarrass yourself by telling our audience what, uh, what you're actually doing and where you went? Because uh, it is embarrassing. Why would it be embarrassing? Well, it involves fishing, which uh, in my book is pretty embarrassing. Well, I actually spent a couple of days fly fishing on the River Test, which was uh, absolutely brilliant. Nothing embarrassing about that whatsoever. It was uh, it was amazing. Well, that's pretty dull, isn't it? Right. Well, I, I, um, okay. So let's let me just take a step back from this for a second. I should explain that uh, my business partner has the attention span of that's a me? small goldfish. <laughs> uh, so you're probably not particularly well suited to uh, to fishing. But to be fair, you can't knock it if you haven't tried it. I tried fishing. No, I have tried fishing. I tried fishing when I was 12. You're kidding me. No, 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 absolutely. And um, and, and how many times did you did you try fishing? I tried it once. Uh, I tried it on a lake. Uh, I think it was a lake or a big pond. I'm not sure what you'd call it. Uh, and it was uh, a friend of my father's uh, who had a, a fishing lake. I'm going to say it was a lake at the end of his garden. And we, we went fishing. So you went fishing once when you were 12, and you've written it off. Yeah. Well, all you do is is you turn up. So he said, do you want to, this guy's name was Barry, and Barry said, do you want to come fishing? And but that's all, I've never done fishing. So I thought, yeah, yeah, I've never done fishing. I'm 12. Try anything. Let's give it a go. I thought then, to be fair, it was going to be pretty dull and, dull and boring. I had a... What were you going to say then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think it, was, it wasn't going to be much fun. But I thought, well, you've got to give it a go. So, um, yeah, I mean, we went down there. But all you do, you've got this stick... You know, you've got a bit of string and you sort of throw it in the water. And that's it. And you put it in the water and then you're just looking at the string. Right. Uh, and, and then if the string moves, okay. you know, oh, I might have caught a fish. Did the string move for you? Yeah, to be fair, the string didn't move. No, the string okay. didn't move. Um, I think, I mean, personally, I think one of the one of the things that perhaps you, you needed to have a little chat with your, with Barry's dad or something was string, it, you know, maybe fishing line would have been a bit... Better? Well, it probably was fishing line, but it was string. Basically, it was string. So that's all it was. Right. Okay. So fishing's out for you. Uh, golf? Boring. No. Yeah, golf is boring. I tried that once. I think I actually had. Now, you'll be surprised at this. I actually had. I was trained professionally. Or Sorry, I was trained by a professional um Sorry, now let me take this back. Actually, a professional tried to train me <laughs> in, in golf. In golf? Yeah, my father My father bought me some lessons. I was probably about 16, 17 at the time. Down the local golf course, the local pro, I had a whole series of lessons, I think for my birthday, and um, I had some clubs. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was boring. 
And and how can it be? What did you do? Lonely. That was boring. I found it lonely. Lonely. Golf was lonely. What you went out playing golf on your own? No, no. I was. Did they call it like a four ball or something? So there was four of us. I think it four was ball. four yeah. ball. So yes, yeah, I've learned some terminology. Um, but I was on my own because. Uh, well, they all sort of walked down the middle of the the green, the grass bit down the middle. Fairway. Uh, fairway, whatever it's called, fairway. I zigzagged left to right. Right. In the grass that was a bit longer than the bit down the middle. Right. And so I was up constantly on my own until we got to the the the, the tee bit at the end, or not the, the, the whole bit, where the hole is at the end, and you, you pot your ball in there, whatever you do. And that's the only time I spoke to them. And um, so that is the green. Okay, that's the green. That's the green bit. Yeah. So you got all the terminology. You just haven't got quite it in, no, in the right order. No, my attention span is not that. that you know, if you, if I can't do it straight away, I'm not interested. That's just me. So yeah, golf uh, and uh, fishing. And don't wish to offend anyone, but in my world, that's that's a little bit boring. So the biggest um, participation sport in the world, and it's not for you. No, it's boring. Anyway. Okay. That aside, so uh, yeah, you're back now. Uh, you've you've done your fishing. You've got it out your system. You're probably going to go off next week and play golf. That's great. Don't invite me. I'm not wishing to come because you've done it once and you're never going to do it again. No, absolutely. That's it. How many kids you got? Me, I've got uh, two. Oh, it's not a golden rule then. No, it's not a golden rule. <laughs> and one wife. <laughs> so that's so that is the golden rule. <laughs> so let me let me just talk to you about this interview with Andrew because I, I I know you're going to love this, um, Andrew Andrew Fennell. Uh, he's the managing director of uh, a state agency, a state agency company called Taylor Hill and Bond. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I've known Andrew for some years, and uh, so I went to Andrew's office and I interviewed Andrew. And I really wanted to get this insight, as we said, is is what do we need to do to impress? And also, what Andy spilled the beans on is what do we do as new developers that really gets him? You know, the the the, the, the result of we're not going to get anything out of him. So we got all the negatives, which is good because we can turn those into positives. But really, really important. And I, I, it's, I, I mean, I learned some stuff. There was some great stuff there. Things that he said as total new developers that we could do that potentially we could get some cracking deals. So shall we have a, a listen to what Let's Andrew have a listen. has to say? Fantastic. Okay, so I'm here today uh, with Andrew Fennell. We just um, popped in to say hello to you and have a quick chat. Two, two questions I want to ask you today and just uh, get a bit of feedback. Uh, one, what can new developers do to, to improve their chances of getting an opportunity? So a complete newbie walks through your door in a minute. Uh, what's the chance they're going to get? And then uh, may, maybe you know two or three or four or five things that professional developers do. So when a professional developer comes in, what do they do that's different to a newbie? So do you get newbies coming in and um, asking for opportunities? Yeah, certainly. I mean, it, it's, uh, we do get uh, a wide range of developers coming in with, with different levels of experience. Yeah. Um, it's um, certainly uh, still a relationship business, so I think sort of face-to-face, frequently popping in to see if the agent... So we have to come and see you if yes. we don't like you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it, it enables us then to, I mean, even if you ring, say, I, I just want to pop in and see you, I'm going to be in the office at 3 o'clock, etc. So Does it got to be 3 o'clock specifically? Or? No, it doesn't have to be 3 o'clock specifically. It can be various other times <laughs> of the day. Um, however, it does help if you can then book an appointment, um, talk to, do you want to talk about any opportunities, and give the agent your philosophy, your plan on what you're looking to do, what you're wanting to do. Because if the agent then understands that, then they're going to be able to match opportunities to you a lot easier. So if we just walk through the door, so if I came in as a complete new developer today into your office, just walk through the door, that's going to have less impact than if I actually booked a meeting with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, I mean, you heard people say, oh, you've got to take donuts into the state agents. Do people do that? Um, 
not anymore, I would, I would say. <laughs> not anymore as far as that's concerned. So it's uh, That's why I you're to, so slim. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a pack of biscuits in my desk when I was an estate agent. I used to give on to every mortgage appointment that used to come in, yeah. but not, not sort of a, as far as that's concerned. I think um, coming in, building a relationship with your estate agent, actually booking a meeting so they know within their day that's they've got that slot the yeah. agent can then give you more care and attention and then vice versa you're coming in prepared with what you want to talk about so give give me an example maybe someone that's come in that you just thought what a waste of space so give me a, a funny example maybe of a, a potential complete new developer who walks in and thinks they're going to get the best deal. yeah we, 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 we have had people come in that are the 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 they are waiting to talk to you. They're then sort of getting a little bit irate because they can't talk to you. Well, because you're on the phone and busy. Because you're on the phone and busy. They then um, sit down and the opening ask, I need something that I can make a 20 to 30% margin on. Uh, don't send me anything less than that. Yeah. And, and you, you then start thinking, right, okay, fine. So you've come in, you've been quite abrupt to me, so anything with the highest margin possible, I'm going to give it to you straight away. That will not happen. <laughs> Why is that then? They've not built the relationship. No, exactly. You haven't built the relationship. You've got no um, understanding of why they want 20 30%. You've got no understanding on how they're going to get 20 30%. So yeah. it's, uh, it, it's, it's a lot of difference. The, the property world and the investment world is so diverse you need to under, we need to understand our clients, but we don't understand our, if we don't understand our clients, they don't tell us what they're looking to do. But even if they do that, so let's say I come in as a complete new person, obviously um, I can't because you know me, yeah. but let's, let's assume I did. So I walk in here and you oh, no, not him again. <laughs> yeah, not him again, yeah. <laughs> Clapsons here, get rid of him. So, so if I came in as a complete new developer and, I, and I've, um, I've booked this meeting, so I've done what you just said there, and I come in and tell you what I'm all about, what I'm looking for, and I'm looking for this margin, Surely you have a little black book of people that you give stuff to anyway. Why are you, why are you suddenly going to give stuff to me? Because, I mean, everybody, I mean, developers all have different rates. You, you, you all have a, a different amount of projects on, and it's all about timing. I could have a, a scheme that is actually perfect for somebody that I'm already dealing with, and he'll say, no, I've got three on the go at the moment. I'm going to have to wait for some of those to, to then be marketed and sold. Yeah, yeah. So we would then say, oh, well, that, that guy that came in the other day and sat down with me, booked an appointment, talk to me about what he was looking to do, it would fit with him. So again, you would be the, the, the next phone call. So it's certainly, it's not all about black books, it's about selling to the best client at that particular time for our vendor. Yeah, so your, your, your priority is to get it away from the vendor. Yeah. You're, you, you're trying to sell it to the vendor. So you presume you need developers like us or buyers coming in and you need an abundance of them. The more, the more people, I've got to sell to means the better price I can get for the vendor and also as well um, the speed that we can get it actually sold for the vendor because it's not all about price sometimes it can yeah. be about speed yeah yeah well, give us you got any other examples of people coming in that you just it's just complete no-nos as a new developer um, it, it's uh, again from from a development point of view it's best to show that you're you're experienced as far as you you know the, the, the property world, that's the, that's the thing. But so. what if you can't do that, if you're a brand new developer, so uh, I'm, I'm a developer, I'm not trying to pretend I know the property world because I don't, but I yeah. want to get into development, how can I get over that? Well you can, it's certainly not just the development world, it will be the conveyancing process, um, funding, those sort of things as well. So I, I would always have your funding pre-approved on what you're going to do, yeah. because you can talk to the estate agent um, and, and then you can explain, this is my process, this is how I'm going to fund it. So we have confidence in you as a buyer. Yeah. Um, 
because we do gain instructions and we will have an open day on them and we have every grand designer and his dog round and <laughs> half of them don't know what don't know how to lay a brick that's the thing yeah. so it's um so i would i would always have the bits in order that you are you have control of i mean if you don't have a portfolio of five or six projects to come in come in make sure you've got my mortgage offer here's my solicitors they're going to be acting for me this is the sort of speed that i can get a, a, a deal through in yeah. which will then make you appealing to, to, to us as an estate agent rather than, uh, have, you, have you got a solicitor? No, I haven't thought about that yet. And how's he going to be funded? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go and see the bank. Yeah. You see what I mean? You have to have everything prepared. So, 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 so yeah, if we've got our, our professional team in place, so we've got our lawyers yeah. uh, and we know who they are, uh, and we've already spoke to them, so they're ready to act for us. Yeah. And even if we don't, we're coming in, we're not looking for a specific project. But is, is, it, is it sufficient to say, look, we've got a funding stream, we've got a principal, we've got some commercial funders that's going to lend us some money, we've got a certain amount of private investment. It's not all in the bag yet, but it's provisionally secured. Um, so we're looking for this sort of project, this sort of value. Is that good enough? Uh, definitely. That, that's the thing. So have, say, have, you, have the solicitor you know that's going to use, have them potentially instructed so they've got your ID or your money laundering information, etc. So Get all that out of the way. Yeah. All that out of the yeah. way, first of all. Um, be able to talk freely about your funding because it's something that we have to do as estate agencies. Doing uh, also as well, if it is cash that you're using, have evidence of that cash. Um, We're going to bring it in, are we? You haven't, no, you haven't got certainly. You haven't got to bring it in. in Otherwise, I would have. I would have to report you to <laughs> the money laundering uh, people. But it's one of those. Or even have you don't have to have um, proof of funds at the account. But if you've already instructed your solicitor. We can then verify from the solicitor, yes, that they are cash. That's the thing. So if you could say, here's my solicitor's details, give him a call, he'll confirm that it's cash funding, yeah. and then we can we can get on with what we need to get on with, basically. So you're really keen to see that proof of funds? Definitely, yeah. definitely. If we, um, if we had, a, and this is sometimes that we will tell our students to, to look to do, is if you've got some private investors who are ready to invest, but this is chicken and egg. You haven't got a project, so they don't want to put their money into your company or your vehicle. Maybe you're a special purpose vehicle that's going to run the company. Um, what we've, we've said is actually if you get copies of that money that's ready to invest, some photocopies of some bank statements to show 100 grand or 50 grand or three lots of 50 grand yeah. and it's all there. Even letters of intent that you could then show them. So okay. This money. So, yeah, as far as that's concerned, that would help. It's just people that... that, that one thing that we... As an agent, we have to gain as much information as we physically can to put your offer forward in the best light. Yeah. Um, or to say that uh, we need to get this person, we need to get this person into this particular project. Um, so if you've come in, you've spent time with the agent, you've explained your vehicle, how you're going to be um, producing the funds, that will move you up significantly up the list. Yeah. of people that you would then be looking to, to, to sell to. Yeah, so you're so if someone comes in and they don't have, well, if, if they don't have a Scooby, well, what they're going to do, they're out. Yeah. <laughs> if they've got a bit of an idea, okay, that's good. But actually, those that come in and actually have got, so letter of intent, so they might have some private high net worth individuals that says, I'm ready to, to commit £100,000 yeah. to, to Jim Smith yeah. when he finds his first deal. Or maybe a photocopy of some bank statements, all nicely packaged up, ready yeah. as evidence copies of their lawyers, yeah. even though they haven't even started to talk to you about a project, 
That's telling you they're ready to go. That's telling you they're ready to go, and it's telling you that they haven't woke up one morning and decided to be a property investor. They've actually put some time into it. Well, they might have done, but it's quite a few mornings ago. Yes, indeed, yeah. <laughs> you don't want them woken up that particular morning. I mean, after... That particular morning and thought, I'm going to be getting into property today. So they watched <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer last night, and the next day they come to see you. Yes. That's a waste of time. That is a complete waste of time. And you you, you must flush those out quite quickly. We, we, we do. We, we can tell whether somebody's serious or, or not. Um, I mean, particularly agents, we're taught qualification as a, um, within the industry. A, because you, you can't be taking people round to people's houses from a residential point of view without, if they've taken a day to get that house ready and we take somebody around and they can't buy it, then obviously we're not doing yeah. the, the service and, and care to, to our vendors really. I guess so. that's the same with any vendor, even, even on a, a commercial scheme, if you've got a commercial or land, because I know you're dealing land and new homes. We still, still might have somebody that's got to give us access. They may have to drive an hour to, to, to meet us, those sort of things. So it's again, we need to make sure that, and we, from a commercial point of view, we don't want to be wasting our own time. Yeah. So um, so it's, it, qualification is key really. And we will, we, we will question and probe to ensure that the, the, the uh, people are qualified. Well, I mean, you're getting a bit scary now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to question us. You're going to, do we get sort of put on a black chair with a, with yeah, a no, spotlight? No, we don't have any spotlights. Do you have the funds? <laughs> Show me the funds. Show me your solicitor. But it's not a problem then. If, so if I, if I came in here with no real experience, but I've, I've gone out and I've got myself educated in yeah. some way, and uh, I've got my act together with potential funds, even if it's not available. And I've got got my lawyers and stuff, and I and and I can and I know exactly what I'm looking for. I guess is the next thing we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you'll take me seriously. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's uh... and in terms of what we want, I bet you get people coming in just saying, "Oh yeah, just looking for a below market value deal." Yeah. I'm just, looking for, I'm just looking for something I can make some money on. Well, go to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> give it, we'll give it a whirl. Yeah. Have you ever given anyone that advice? No, no. no. But you th- have you ever thought that's, that? That's what, that's what enters my head, yeah. <laughs> so it's a waste of time if I came in and, and I've got to be quite specific on what I'm looking for? You've got to be specific. You've got to That have, was easy to say, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. <laughs> uh, have a vision on what you're looking to do, how many projects a year you're looking to do. Um, okay, from, that's from that point of view, yeah. yeah. So, you, so, but and again, you'll be able to gain assistance from the agent um, to say, well, that that's not be possible. That would be possible if you're looking to do projects in this particular area. You need to think about this, this, and this. So yeah, you can yeah. you can you can use the agent's knowledge um, just by sitting down and, and and just running things by them will help you as a early investor into it. It will help you pick up hints and tips and things you yeah. may not necessarily have thought of. So I would come in with an idea geographically where I want to work or, or, or certain areas and the sort of property I'm after. Am yeah. I after a house with a doer upper and a small extension or I'm, I'm after some commercial bits or some land opportunities? I ought to have a bit of an idea rather than just looking for everything. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people who make money in the property world specialise in a particular genre I suppose you've yeah. got people that become very good at doing residential refurbs you get people that become very good at doing conversions you get people that do it get very good at new builds but it's best to learn these things individually rather than I'll do a new build then I'll go and do a refurb then I'll go to, you you find that you can catch yourself out yeah. by 
constantly learning, but you can build your pot and become more profitable quicker yeah. because you will learn from your mistakes and think, well, I won't do that again on this one, etc. Yeah. as well. So you see those developers that focus on a particular type of project to start with, if they're new, they're going to they're grow much quicker. Yeah, definitely. And it's not saying that once, you, once you've mastered that particular project, then go and learn how to do something else, which may be a slightly larger project, but get to know, focus in on what you want to do and get to know that part of the business. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of one thing you just said there, um, how many projects do you want a year? If I only want one project a year, you, you, that's not a problem. You're not going to be... Yeah. Not a problem at all. You're not going to not deal with me because I only no, want no, one, I don't want ten. No, absolutely not. That's fine. So it's... Uh, because if you start loading yourself up with lots of projects, then you will have funding issues. Yeah. You will have um, issues where things aren't completing on time, etc. as well. So somebody who wants to do one and do one well is as appealing to me as somebody who wants to do ten and mess them up. I guess because you know they're going to come back maybe in a year's time and they're going to just do another decent deal with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it? Would it be fair to say it's, you don't want to? We don't want to come in and, and blag our way through to pretend we know what we're doing. Is it better to say, okay, look, we're, we're new to this. We're looking for our first project, but we're all set up with funding. We're all set up with our lawyers. We're ready to go. I know exactly what I want in what area, what type of project. But actually, we, we've we've just admitted that we're new to it. But you know, we're, we're that's actually... that's the exact approach to have. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's a because then the agent will. Rather, the agent will, will, will explain things that need to happen, treat you anyway, and again, you can go through that educational process rather than um, just trying to blag your way through and, and potentially not, the, the agent will think, they're, they, they're definitely new to it. We will pick up that you're new to it, yeah. so you might as well tell us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. So we've got so to come clean straight away. Yeah, yeah definitely. Honesty is, always, honesty is always the best policy. Especially if you're an estate agent. agent yeah. Yeah. So we've got to walk through the door and go, by the way, we're new, but I'm really keen. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is the thing. Come in and say, look, this, this is the plan. We're looking to move into this um, um, this sort of area. Um, I've done a number of research. I've got my solicitors. I've got my funding. I quite like the look of these sort of projects. What do you think? How often do they come up? Yeah. Um, are they easy to sell, etc.? And the agent will then start to open up to you and you're building that relationship. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. If we, if we move on to, say, maybe professional developers, um, how, how is it different? So let's say a new developer ends, ends up working their way into professional developers. What's the key things you see with professional developers when they... When they come in the key thing is, is again it's, it's the preparation so they will have a CV of projects that they've done before yeah. so always get before and after shots um, always get a, a sort of breakdown because we will potentially know that development um, if it's been so who sold it yeah. uh, how it went on the market how quickly it sold etc as well so come in with a with a CV for, from that point of view come in I mean if you've got a particular um, sort of product that you like to use, whether it's a certain kitchen company or yeah, certain, yeah. certain, come in and say, look, these, these, these are the sort of finishes that we're going to be using. So your um, professional developers are quite up on all that. They, you, yeah. You, they come in, I guess what you're saying there is they're, they're, they're developing a product. They've got a start of a product. They come in, this is what we're looking at. We're looking for another one of these. Yeah. So uh, they just, I suppose they're just more on their game, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's... Uh, and, and again, it, it, it's just it's just giving us a, a brief history of what you're looking to do. Tell us about your CV. Tell us about some projects that you've done, and um, 
and then take things from there, really. I guess by the same token, if a professional developer comes in, because they come in with that portfolio, you'll soon spot whether they're professional and seasoned. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's our job to sell the property or the project to the best person that we have on the books. So yeah. if you are that person, we will, we will be quite happy to, 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 to work with you in whichever way possible. Yeah, so it doesn't matter whether you're new or whether you're seasoned, um, the main thing is be honest yeah. and be prepared. I think that was Definitely. the sort of summary of it. That's the, that's the summary. And it's the same as any other business. It's all about relationships. Yeah. So you've got to come in and build a relationship. Yeah. Bring donuts or not? All depends. All depends whether we're on a diet or not at that particular time. <laughs> so what did you think of that then, Ian? Well, some uh, some pretty eye-opening stuff in there, wasn't there? I think, uh, for starters, Andrew has blown wide open the whole donut myth. I mean, I know that some property training companies would have us believe that the estate agents only survive through the uh, the, the ready supply of donuts from uh, from property people, uh, you know, looking for below market value deals. But I think, uh, yeah, I think Andy's pretty much set the record straight on that front. I do. I mean, I do. I mean, you know, Andrew, and I, I'm pretty certain he has eaten a few donuts in his life. <laughs> he um, denies it, though. <laughs> he denies it, but he's he's not the most uh, stealth figure, that's for sure. So. Uh, out of that, then, Ian, what would be your top takeaways from what Andrew has said? Well, I think the first one that springs to mind is, is a kind of really obvious point, but it's easy to miss, which is about making appointments uh, rather than just kind of showing up. And, I mean, not only is it polite, I guess if we think of most people, if they're doing a day job, um, they they have a, a calendar, they've got stuff to do. If somebody was to just rock up for an hour unannounced, then it's going to be a disruption. We they're possibly, yeah. And I think estate agents have to kind of live a little by the sword on this one because they obviously have agencies where the door's open and somebody can yeah. walk in. But I think if you do the courtesy of, uh, of, of, you know, making that appointment and going to see them at a time that's convenient to them. You don't have to be three o'clock either. Did you notice? I did you notice said, that. It doesn't have to be three o'clock. <laughs> that's where you've been going wrong. No wonder I, I never see you at three o'clock. Every agent was three o'clock. You know, that's what Andy said to me. Do you turn up at three o'clock? Okay, I'll turn up at three. So, no, I thought that was a, a really useful one. And that's straight from the horse's mouth. I mean, that's not somebody, we're us just sort of speculating that that's a polite thing to do. He's saying that. That's, that's, uh, I think so that's, you're referring that's really to, uh, you're referring to Mr. Fennell as a horse. No. <laughs> yeah, you've just called him. <laughs> you've just speculated. I've speculated. known him longer than you. I just okay. thought that was harsh. No, but I thought the donut thing was harsh. So I okay. think it's upset. So, Andy, Sorry, Andrew. Yeah, if you're, if you're still talking to us, we apologize. Uh, the second one, uh, really, really good point about being prepared. So, uh, and that I think comes in a number of flavors, doesn't it? Uh, be specific about what you want, he said, which is, you know, it's not what I'm looking for some cracking deals. It's actually being very, very um, specific. And, and get your ducks in a row. So get the finance pre-approved, get your solicitor's stuff completed, and then finally, don't don't blag it. Oh, that's an important one for yeah, us, Yeah, be open uh, and be realistic. I think a lot of people, uh, when they go into property, they can quite often, they, you know, the estate agent is the, the shop window, quite literally, for a lot, of, a lot of opportunities. And it can be quite tempting, perhaps, to, to think, well, I'll just have a look and I'll, I'll maybe have a I'll start a conversation because that feels like I'm I'm moving forward, and and then if something comes up out of that conversation, I can then to start take action. You know, I can then go and see the solicitor and go and sort out the financial side of things. Unfortunately, uh, that might be what's going on in your head, in the estate agent's head. 
you just seem completely unprepared. So you're far less likely to get a deal because he won't take you seriously. Yeah. Or she won't take you seriously. Oh, that, was that was brilliant advice. Yeah, that was really good. And then I think the final thing that, that was really important, and it's, it's important throughout uh, the business world generally, and property is no exception, is about relationships. You know, build a relationship with your, with your estate agents. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't have to be based on, on donuts. Um, just regular contact, you know, and, and, and engage with them. Get the agent's feedback on your projects. Uh, and if you know the agent won't know you, if it's the first time you've met and they won't necessarily understand your pedigree, and if you're new in the property world, you won't have a property pedigree. But if you have a professional team and you've 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 spoken to people, you've got your pro team kind of behind you, the people that you'd be working with, the agent may well know uh, those people or know some of the projects that they've been involved in. So again, it, you can borrow effectively and leverage that credibility. Um, plus, of course, all of those guys that are on your professional team have uh, potentially got decades of experience. Um, so your entire team has decades of experience as a result, and that just adds to your credibility. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good point. Three good points. Well done. Fantastic. Well, thank you much. Well, I mean, to be honest, fascinating to get an insight like this, kind of like holding the mirror up to yourself. Great to know that we've got more more interviews like that in the pipeline. Yeah, and we'll go back and see uh, Andrew. Andrew's kindly said that um, we go back and ask him other questions in the future as long as we don't take donuts. Fantastic. Richie, great roving reporting job. Uh, Thank you. Very much enjoyed that. Um, Unfortunately, all we've got time for in this episode, hopefully uh, you'll be able to find the time to join us next time when we'll be giving you uh, the inside track from another part of the property world. In the meantime, feel free to check out our other episodes. And of course, you can visit our website, which is still at propertyceo.co.uk. But until next time, it's goodbye from us both. Goodbye.